Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a special part two episode of Scripts on Scripture. I'm your host, Heather Preston. And once again, I am seated with a special guest, Asha Ashley. She's a writer. She's a pastor. She's an incredible friend of mine. And uh, we've been having an incredible conversation about the supernatural, about the spiritual realm and what it looks like when it invades our natural space. For me, the hardest loss would be losing my daddy. Mm -hmm. And I can remember the first church service I was in after he passed during worship, and it was powerful. Worship was powerful. Mm -hmm. But we got to one song in particular, and I, I couldn't even stand anymore. And I felt so conflicted in my spirit because I knew God was worthy. And I wasn't, I wasn't angry with God. I wasn't, um, my daddy, I mean, the man, the man loved Jesus. I mean, Mm -hmm. he loved Jesus and was not scared Mm -hmm. and, and talked about heaven to the point where literally, I mean, it made me uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. He, he did. He, I remember, I'll never forget. There was one day we were sitting on the patio and he kept talking about heaven. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and I knew, I knew Asia, what he was trying to do. He was trying to prepare me. Yeah. But I just burst into tears. I said, Daddy, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Yeah. He just held my hand. He said, I know. I know. But then sitting in that church service, unable to worship, and I just was praying. I said, God, like, I know you're worthy. Yeah. I know you're worthy and I, and I, and I want to, but I've got nothing left. Like I, I'm empty. Mm-hmm. I will never forget the presence. It was literally like God sat down next to me, wrapped his arm around me and just goes, that's all right. We can just sit here. We can just sit here. I'll never forget it, Asia, because he is worthy. Mm-hmm. He's worthy. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to give it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have it. And so he just sat with me. I mean, who's a God like that? Who wouldn't serve a God like that? Thank you! That's the real question. Because, I mean... Why wouldn't we serve God like that? Because it's like, <laughs> if, you, if you've experienced any amount of life, <laughs> and I mean, like, really experienced stuff. yeah. yeah you know that there comes a point where it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I'm thankful for that point Mm -hmm. because I really do believe that God uses those broken places Mm -hmm. to, to get us to recognize, like, I've got so much more. Mm -hmm. I've got so much more. Mm -hmm. What you're chasing after right now is never going to fill you. Mm -hmm. It's never going to fill you. Mm-hmm. Not the way that, not the way that he can, not the way that he can. And that's something I wish, I just wish that we talked about more because I feel like, I feel like too many Christians, you know, they don't want to be too out there. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be, you know, too. I mean, I'm Christian. Yeah. <laughs> but don't look too close. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, 
want to do. Yeah, I'm a Christian, so I do have foundational principles. But... But I'm not that Christian. I don't want to be that Christian. (laughs) No, it's... And 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 my heart kind of breaks because... Yeah. Eventually, you're going to hit a point. I don't know if it's today or tomorrow or years from now or when you're old and gray, but you're going to hit a point where you realize... Mm -hmm. I missed it. Whew. And that that's where my heart breaks. That, girl, all I heard when you said was I missed it, all I heard was depart from me, I never knew you. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that's not the report that we want to receive oh, gosh. when it's the end. No. <laughs> that's not no. the report, you know, and just thinking about that, that emptiness. Yeah. It's the brokenness. Yes. When we're broken, if we just looked at David's life. Yep. Oh, goodness. If we. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Can I just say daddy issues? Baby. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the poor boy. Okay, Samuel comes, tells tells Jesse, (laughs) I need to meet all your sons. But that the older ones ain't the one. Jesse forgets. David's even there. Poor David's out there fighting bears. I mean, we're male children. We know what it's like to get overlooked. <laughs> yeah, David's out there fighting bears and lions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his dad like, oh, forgets yeah. he's even there. <laughs> and so, yeah, no. And then fight the giant first. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of a, a, a pivotal moment. Mm-hmm. Serve in Saul's court mm-hmm. until he goes a little, you know. Mm-hmm. But like your life is looking good up at that at that point. You married mm-hmm. to the king's daughter, best friends with his son, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he about to kill you again. And, and now you want to run? And you're back to garden flocks only for some crazy person, and <laughs> and, and 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 you're fleeing for your life, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. up and down. It's up and down. But what I admire about David, he was broken. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be broken. No. We don't want to be broken. No. But God can only use us when we are. It's kind of like having a glass and <laughs> you have a glass that's too full. It can't be filled. Yeah, you can't fill But it. you have to empty yourself. You have to You have to do that. That's something you, <laughs> and, and, you have to do. And you're not going to do that to yourself. No. I'm not going to apply no. something. I'm not going to no. do something that's going to apply pressure to my already stressed life. Oh, absolutely. And I think a lot of times that's where, mm-hmm. you know, we use in church the word sanctification. Mm-hmm. And 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 I, I feel like a lot of times we look at that process of um, living out, working out your salvation mm-hmm. um, as just, you know, do good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and it's, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't go into all of the facets of sanctification that involve walking through hardships, walking through trials, mm-hmm. sacrifice, tending to the needs of others, mm-hmm. even when it means things are going to get messy. Because mm-hmm. even when you broke, yes, <laughs> yes, even when you're down to your last, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. even giving, absolutely, e- man, yeah. There's something. There's something to be said about brokenness. Yeah. God can only use us when we're available. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> when the sun is shining, we are not available. We're not available. Why? Because everything is going well. It's great. The sun is shining. Everything's working yeah. out. Yeah. I'm loving life. <laughs> I'm running.
But the minute something starts to go wrong as we see it. Exactly. Then all of a sudden, wait a minute, God. Yes. All of a sudden, our yes. prayer lines start oh, opening you up. Know you know you hit those knees real quick. It's like, oh, wait. <laughs> we start dusting off the kneecaps. But, Let me get down here and pray, but God. It, but again, you're kind of like wanting that microwave. Yeah, version. like, you know, if I pray real quick, like, you know, you can you know, this turnover. Expedite rate. this process, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But breaking, mm-hmm. the breaking is something about it, something to be said. Yeah. It yeah. makes great leaders. Absolutely. A person who is thrust into power without any type of history. training, any history type of... History is replete with leaders who were thrust into a position of power too soon. <sighs> look at Saul. And, oh, yes. Saul yes. Oh, was he the people's the choice. He, look, he was gorgeous. Handsome, <laughs> handsome. Big and tall. They yeah. said head and shoulders above every other man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, an Adonis. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, but yeah. then... When, you know, when he decided to disobey God and to go do his own sacrifice, yeah. when yeah. he started doing things outside of the will of God. Yeah. And then little old David, little <laughs> sheep boy, little Mr. Forgotten is all of a sudden anointed. You know, look how he, mm-hmm. he crashed. Oh, yeah. And it was crazy because David was anointed to be king. He was. And still had to serve under another king. Oh, exactly. That was humility because. Absolutely. And then this man throwing javelins at him. He trying to literally pin him to the wall. And there are so many times where David had an opportunity. He could have threw it back. He could have. He could have walked out. And, and, And honestly, you know. He, there were so many instances, even when he's in the wilderness on the run for his life and Saul is hunting him like an animal, yeah. where he could have, he could have killed Saul. Yeah, could have been. And you know that the, the band of men who was still loyal to him had to have been questioning. Oh yeah. Why don't you just end it so we can go home? And I, I know they were tired. Yes, are you kidding me? And then because of the way David is, I'm pretty sure David cried a lot. Uh huh. I bet they were. Uh huh. <laughs> I bet in that cave they were like. Uh huh. <sighs> he crying again, yeah, y'all. <laughs> here goes again. David's crying again. Somebody get the harp. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody break out the fiddle. Yeah. About to get a couple of washboards. Somebody and a drown fiddle. him out, please. Just do a couple verses. <laughs> Let's see if we can pick up his spirit, guys. <laughs> you know, and then you know, and then when he became king. Yeah. And there was a point where his own son yeah. started listening to other people around him. Absalom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listening to other people around yeah. him. Gas him up. Yes. Tommy, you know you can go down here and be king, right? Yeah. Absalom gassed him up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. David is literally king. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, and so oftentimes Christians think that once you've got to a certain point, you've made it. And that's it. Exactly. And that's what I'm talking about. When you're, like, choosing. No. You no. feel like you've made it. No. David could have felt like that. Well, and I've even heard Christians talk about that being the favor of God. But what that tells someone who's going through trials and going through struggles is that your life doesn't look like that. Therefore, mm-hmm. you must not have the favor mm-hmm. of God on your life. I'm going to tell you right now. I said, God, <laughs> every time God gifts me anything, yeah, anything, yeah. I said, okay, Lord. I don't know what I've done, but Lord, forgive me. Because the goodness of God leads the heart to repentance. We have to, as Christians, we have to turn daily. Yes. And that was where Saul messed up. Oh, yeah. Saul got on his high horse. Absolutely. And (laughs) if you you look at it, too, 
refused to be held accountable. Yeah. I mean, if you look at David, okay, so he screws up a number of times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was it, one point he was about to know, kill Paul Nabal. Big, big time. So, <laughs> uh, so there's, you know, there's a whole, that whole sequence of events that yeah. leads to his child yep. being sick. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Nathan even tells him. Yeah. He's like, this one's on you. Yeah. This one's on you. This is a consequence of your sin. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, and my, I can't, I can't get over in that passage the way that David so openly repents. Because he's king. He's king. Mm-hmm. In those days, he could have been like off with his head. Yeah. Don't tell nobody. Uh, and, you can tell him. And, and, <laughs> and, 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 and it's like, you know, you, uh, you, you he, there could have been a number of ways he went about that. A number of ways that other kings in the Bible did. Yeah. And, and instead, he... He refuses to be comforted, puts on sackcloth, goes out, lays in the in the dirt, sleeps outside, mm-hmm. and 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 repents, mm-hmm. openly repents for what he did. And I mean that type of honesty in the face of of the consequences, and and, and granted, like it was tremendously wrong what he did, mm-hmm. but that open. Um, willingness to be held accountable. I feel like that's what the Bible points to when it talks about David being a man after God's own heart. Yes, because that moment showed you what he learned in the yes. backside of the desert with those sheep. Yes. Because his relationship with God was more important to him yeah. than any all the riches of the kingdom. Exactly. He literally had like 700 <laughs> wives and concubines, yep. all and all he had to do was say, God, I want more. And he had given him. But then this thing, it wasn't the fact that he cheated and he, you know, assassinated the woman's husband. Yeah. Yes, that was wrong. But the part that caused the breaking was he committed an offense against God. Yeah. I feel that if Christians would stop being so worked up about how other people perceive us (laughs) and realize that our behaviors and our actions yes. can be offensive to yes. God, that we're yes. breaking the laws of God, that will change the course of this world. Yes, yes, absolutely. But we're focused on, you know, yes. <laughs> oh yeah, we're focused on looking the part. Yes. We have arguments about how Christians should look and <laughs> how, you know, we, <laughs> We fight about why you dress yeah. the way you dress. Oh, and, exactly. And why you have this. And, yes. you know, if you don't have this much money, you're not. We're yeah. fighting about the wrong thing. If we were to, if we were able to take a step back yeah. and begin to count up the cost. Yes. When we, yes. when we, we were the ones who said, yes. I'm going to take up my cross and follow you. Absolutely. And, and, and honestly, mm-hmm. I'm like, if you're truly living the Christian walk, it should look so radically different. Mm-hmm. That it does strike people as odd. Yeah. So, I I would take it as a compliment. Mm-hmm. If somebody thinks I'm a little weird. Yes. I'm gonna take that. Yes. I'm gonna say well, that I'm that I'm doing all right. Yeah. Because because it should be counterculture. Yes. It should be. Cause he's the scripture says, <laughs> come out from among them. Yes. And be ye separate. Saith the Lord. <laughs> that wasn't saith Asia. No. <laughs> reading. No. That wasn't the Asia version. <laughs> that scripture. 
I, he said to come out. He, yes. You know, he touched not the, uh, I want God to receive me. Yeah. And if I don't consider my ways, yeah. if I don't come out from among them, if I don't be separate, then God yes. won't, he won't be able to receive me. Why? Because I'm tainted by I'm, the cares ex- of this world. Exactly. And, and, and honestly, I think mm-hmm. we, we come back to that concept of, of holiness. Yes. What is what does that even mean? What does holiness mean? Because I think a lot of times we tend to resent it because mm-hmm. we are so imperfect mm-hmm. that the idea of holiness seems like like a goody two shoes. It yeah. You know, or or like yeah. this crazy unattainable level, and it yeah. is. It, it's an unattainable level of perfection. However, that is the greatest gift God could give us. Mm-hmm. And he did. He mm-hmm. gave us his holiness. Mm-hmm. He, he literally gave it to us. Mm-hmm. Through his son Jesus, as a sacrifice, through the Holy Spirit, we, we have that in us. Mm-hmm. But it's also like you, without it, you'd have no hope. Mm-hmm. Without God being holy, I mean, we're, we're doomed. Yeah, <laughs> immediately. <laughs> and, and so I'm like, so, so yeah. don't, don't resist that. Yeah. Don't resist that concept of holiness. And I look at like stories in the Old Testament. And I think a lot of times, I think a lot of times the Old Testament gets overlooked mm-hmm. because of the weirdness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially, especially depending on the translation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, the translation, those these and thousand. But, but I'm also like, I'm also like, you would never again need a reality TV show or a soap opera to have all baby kinds. Just look at David's life. <laughs> exactly. Okay, you want to see the greatest show on earth? There's so much there. The amount of complications yes. in this man's life. Yeah. Yes. I think holiness is also another one of those terms that are misunderstood. Yes. Because it is impossible. It is. Without God. Without God. You know, holiness is the display yeah. of just following the principles. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we overcomplicate yeah. for no reason. Oh, exactly. You know, and exactly. then because it doesn't look like, uh, because it's not, you know, accepted as <laughs> <laughs> culturally appropriate. Exactly. Because, you know, we have to remember that there are powers of this world. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, there are principalities and powers. Oh yeah. Whose only purpose is to tear down everything that represents yes. Christ. Yes. That's the purpose. Yes. So anything that looks like God, it's going to find a way to counteract that. Oh, absolutely. And so holiness, holiness is the manifestation. Yes. Of how we walk. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's making the choice to do the right thing. Even when it don't look good. Well, and it's so it's so fascinating to me because I, I yeah. think about in John 14 in the mm-hmm. Last Supper, mm-hmm. um, and Jesus he says to his disciples something that I think um, I missed for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, "If you love me, you will keep my commands." Yes. It's not about duty. It's not about obligation. That part. If you love me. That part. And that to me, I'm like, oh. So you're after my heart. Yes. You're after my heart. Uh-huh. You're not after my, my outward <laughs> awesomeness. <laughs> How many things I can get I, right. <laughs> exactly. Because don't we beat ourselves yeah. up about that? Yes, we do. Every I mean, error. Every. I, it feels like our flaws are the only thing yeah. that 
other people see. I think a lot of times I get that in my head. I I I, I overanalyze yeah. and oh my goodness, I messed this up and yeah. and oh you know this I did wrong, that I did wrong. Everyone's gonna know. Yeah, and listen, we <laughs> at the end of every conversation I have, I go back. What did I say? Yes! And I shouldn't have said it. Yes. <laughs> did yes. I make a face? I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I made a face. <laughs> Yes. I was thinking the other day, this is such a random side tangent, but just bear with me because I might not be able to connect this one. But (laughs) but I was thinking the other day about um, disastrous orders that we used to get. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh. And and I was thinking about it and I was like, (laughs) I was like, you know, I feel like sometimes the way that the customer responded to me Mm-hmm. was probably a result of me not fixing my face in time. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually me. That was me all the time. You know, they I, they go off the deep end and you could see it I, on my face. When they would like, make oh, those orders oh. and you're like, that's essentially diabetes in a cup. Yeah, that's stroke level. That, <laughs> like, I, had, I had one customer. It's a stroke and, latte, and I'm sorry sir. if this is your drink, but I had one customer. Mm-hmm. Who would order a white chocolate mocha with extra pumps of white mocha, and then it was at least two pumps of raspberry mm-hmm. and like eight Splenda. I remember that guy. Do you? I remember him. <laughs> I don't know if this, I don't remember if this uh, lady would come before or after yeah. uh, you were there, yeah. but she would order a venti caramel frappuccino with four shots of espresso double the caramel, <gasps> extra ice, double cupped, put it in two different cups. I do remember that. Yeah. I do remember that. And I would think, you know. How do you, how do you drink that? <laughs> and it, she would do it twice a day, minimum. Twice a day. I was like, either I work too often. Please read the, <laughs> which we might have. Yeah, I work too much <laughs> to see you this many times, or you're coming too much, you know. I know I work too many shifts because of the spider veins <laughs> that come from standing in terrible shoes. I mean, it was my own fault for wearing yeah. those uh, slides from Old Navy. But, oh, boy. I mean. Those shoes. <laughs> and the mopping days. Those uh, shoes are basically slip and slides. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's when it was your turn to clean the bathroom. Ooh, it was awful. Just, yep. shh, we just slide over here, mop a little bit. <laughs> it was yeah. really bad when somebody'd spill the ice in the back room and then it would melt and you didn't know it. Oh, and then you'd be like, I, like, oh, I'll just go get the ice. Whoop. <laughs> you know, I now work in work comp. I question I, why we didn't get any work comp benefits. <laughs> My Lori, new role. Lori was too nice. Lori was too nice. I wouldn't have done that to her. Ooh. But yeah, but no, uh, that was that, that was a side tangent that I'm not <laughs> sure I can connect to anything else. So, <laughs> but it was a necessary one. You know, I needed it, that moment. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> no, I going back going back to David though, because he uses um, he uses a word that um, I thought was really significant. Mm-hmm. Um, in in Psalms, uh, what is it? I, I wrote it down. Psalms, uh, thirty four eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, when he he's he says the the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. Mm-hmm. He comforts those who are crushed in spirit. Mm-hmm. The the word for brokenhearted that he's using is saver, mm-hmm. and that word is like 
utter and complete destruction. Mm -hmm. Like total loss. Mm -hmm. And and I thought about that in terms of what he's saying. Because the word... Um, the, the, the understanding, rather, it, it, when the Old Testament was being written, they didn't differentiate between heart and mind in terms of decision-making. Mm-hmm. So when, it, when the Old Testament talks about guarding your heart, it's, it's talking about both. Yep. And so, um, so when, when David's talking about an emotional wreckage that's utter, total, complete, Mm-hmm. It, it's like that encompasses any trial we could face. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you have to figure like at the point that David was writing this particular psalm, he's on the run from Saul. Mm-hmm. So he's he's lost everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point in time, he's homeless, wifeless, friendless, daddyless. <laughs> I mean, because I'd imagine that in a lot of ways, Saul was like a surrogate. Yeah. Until he went crazy and started throwing spears at him. But, yeah. you know, it's, but I'd imagine. And you can't go home, though. No. If you, if he would have went home to Jesse, Jesse oh. and the whole. All of them would have been. <laughs> and all dead. 11. Yep. All of them. I don't even know if he had any sisters. I don't remember. I don't remember it saying. Hmm. Well, if he did, they'd have been dead, they'd too. They'd have been dead, too. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. All of them. Um, but, yeah, so it's like, I, I. I I, I took a while to just kind of like reflect on that word because, mm-hmm. you know, I was thinking about it. And I'm like, he knew what that meant. Mm-hmm. And again, through experience. Through experience. He knew it. Through meant. experience. I don't think, I don't think as a Christian believer that we can, you know, <laughs> recall scriptures that we haven't lived. No. If you haven't lived it, then how can you say he's a healer if exactly. you've never been sick? Exactly. If you've never had to care for someone who was sick. Mm-hmm. If you've never experienced mm-hmm. something, you know, soul rendering. Mm-hmm. You know, how can you say he's a good God if you've never if experienced you've never ex- bad? Exactly. <laughs> and and it is like, yeah. and it's okay. I feel like a lot of times, you know, as a Christian, you feel like, there's there's a certain level of spiritual you're supposed to be when talking to other Christians. Yeah. And 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 I'm like, stop. Yeah. Just stop. Like you go through what you go through in life. Live all you can for Christ as boldly and as honestly as you can. Mm-hmm. But don't make it up. Mm-hmm. Like don't like you said. If you're if you're quoting scripture <laughs> and you're saying these things about God, yeah, sometimes it's a declaration of like I believe this to be true, mm-hmm. but but if you haven't walked it out, mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. Get with somebody who has. Yes. Learn from somebody. Who Learn. Has. But it's okay if you aren't there yet. It's yes. not like it's your walk. There is it's no measurement. Your walk. Yes. There is no measurement. And he's going to grow you mm-hmm. in a way that only you can grow. Mm-hmm. He's going to teach you in a way that only you can learn. Mm-hmm. But it's there's no there should be no pretense. Yep. And I think that I think that's one thing that we take a lot of our cues from society when it comes to the way that we structure relationships. And mm-hmm. I think especially when it comes to between men and women. Mm-hmm. But but even just overall in society, I think a lot of times um, we resent the idea that someone is further down the road than us. It's like we yeah. want to one-up 
Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like it's a competition. No. Because yeah. Yeah. the Bible goes over and over again talking about being the family of God, mm-hmm. being brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Paul talks about there being no longer male or female, no longer slave or free, no mm-hmm. longer. There, all of those societal restrictions, what Paul is pointing out is, are the, the, the restrictions that society says are on people. Mm-hmm. It's like, no. Yeah. You're all walking this together. Yeah. And there are going to be spiritual mothers, and there are going to be spiritual daughters, and there are going to be spiritual fathers, and there are going to be spiritual sons. But I think that I think that a lot of times, you know, we, we still look at it in terms of they, they've got it better, or yeah. they're further down the road, or they're just yeah. more spiritual, or the miracles that took place in the Bible were because they were more spiritual than I am. Mm-hmm. You know, like, <laughs> you have a hard time believing it for yourself, because, well, I'm not Elisha, so therefore. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Elisha didn't know he was Elisha. Okay? Like, yeah. He was walking out his, his faith. He was walking yeah. out his salvation. And, and that walk meant more to him than anything else. Yeah. And that's where, where we've got to position ourselves. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, otherwise we kind of look like we're still one foot in the world mm-hmm. and one foot in, in the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. And that reminds me, you know, we do that because we do the opposite of what the scripture says. Yeah. Don't compare yourselves yes. among yourselves. Yes. Right? And yes. then there was even a scripture that talks about how my um, foot had well not slipped. <sighs> Because I was looking, yes. you know, and that's and that's yes. where we get in trouble. Yes, you know, we compare ourselves to what someone yeah. else has. Here was a funny story. <laughs> okay, I'd heard this story from someone else, but it was a funny story. He talked about how it was kind of like uh, the Jones effect, yeah. right? Oh yeah. You had this family, yep. husband and wife. They bought a house. Yep. Across the street, the <laughs> they bought a boat. So he was like, I'm gonna buy me a boat. Gotta buy a boat. So he bought a boat. <laughs> then across the street, he bought a truck. He was like, I'm gonna buy me a truck. Of course. So, you know, he's taking out all these loans. And then, you know, they bought an RV. So he's like, well, honey, I guess I gotta buy an RV. And then finally, they're like bringing in some other giant, <laughs> unnecessary, <laughs> some unnecessary piece of equipment. And so finally, he gets mad. He's in, you know, in deep, yeah. deep, deep yeah. debt. And he's just like, he walks over and he's like, buddy, what are you doing? how are you affording this stuff? And the guy goes, I'm a drug dealer. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm a drug dealer. We have different incomes. <laughs> you know, but the point, the moral of the story is, just because it looks like the grass is greener over there, we have no idea. I mean, there might be grass. But... <laughs> there may be grass. <laughs> Yeah, but just because, you know, and it's the same thing. It's the same thing with us. When we begin to compare ourselves among ourselves, we have no idea what's happening. You see the results of prayer and fasting and walking upright and a life of repentance. You see the results. You You don't see the pain. You don't see it. Mm-mm. Just like on social media. Oh, yes. They only show you the yes. candid moments. Yes. 
but we don't get the to highlight see. Reel. Yeah, the highlight reel of life, right? You're and, snapping pictures of these oh, expensive yeah. meals, but we don't see oh, yeah. <laughs> where you had to oh, sell yeah. your house. <laughs> oh yeah. And I think that's I think that emphasizes the importance of being in a community yeah. where you can talk about these things. Yes. You know, like the the value of your friendship to me has been so much the fact that does it matter how long we go without nope. having a phone conversation? Nope. But I can pick up and I can have a real talk. A real conversation. And we can talk about God. We can talk about the spiritual realm. We can talk about the battles that we're facing. Mm-hmm. And and that is a level of friendship that, I mean, I'm I'm forever indebted to things that you have, wisdom that you've poured out over my life. I'm forever mm-hmm. indebted to that. It's all Jesus. And, <laughs> But it's like, but that, but that community becomes so essential because, yeah. because like you said, the world's going to see the highlight reel. Yes. They don't see the pain right. that went the into that purpose. Yeah. And there are times where you're walking through something, and I know this from, from my own experiences, but there are times where the trial you're facing, you can't openly share because yeah. it, it's connected to somebody else's pain. Yes. Somebody else's testimony, yes. somebody else's story that you yes. you kind of you you have to carry it mm-hmm. to some extent because you're walking through it with them. Mm-hmm. But you can't go and share all that, mm-hmm. and and the world's not going to see that. Mm-hmm. But um, and there are times I feel like where where you just you don't you don't have a highlight. Yeah, it's all low lights. It's all low. It's all, all low. the lights are low. I mean, goodness yeah. gracious, you're going through a time of grief. You're going through a time of loss. Yeah. You're not, you're yeah. not posting sunshiny pictures because you're not feeling them. Mm-hmm. You're not taking them. Mm-hmm. You've got seasons of your life that aren't on your iPhone because it's... Because mm-hmm. it, it's the it, morning period. There was nothing to capture Yeah. that you wanted for, to remember. <laughs> you know, so it's like, but, but when you have people in your corner yeah. who you can call yeah. in those times of confusion, in those times where you're like, I don't have a verse to go with this occasion. I don't I don't know what what's on the other side. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long until the other side. Mm-hmm. And and you know, but you you have those you develop those relationships. And and relationships with with each other mm-hmm. are very similar to the relationship with God in the mm-hmm. sense that when you actually go through real stuff together, that's when it gets good. Yes. That's when it gets good. Yes. I mean, you were talking about with your husband, like going through all that you've been through, insanely hard. A lot of people would have given up. Mm-hmm. But you know each other on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. You know each other on a deeper level. You've got history now. Mm-hmm. That's something nobody can compete with. Right. You know? <laughs> It's like right. it's, it's like so those what? experiences. Absolutely, experiences build relationships. They they absolutely, and it's the same thing in the spirit. Yes, exactly. We talk, you know. Sometimes, I honestly believe that with Christianity, sometimes we're so surface level. Yeah, we're so surface level yeah. that we're missing that little piece that connects Ooh, us. Oh, that's good. Yes. Right. Yes. So in order to get that piece that connects yes that involves experience yes and it's a difference between knowing of god knowing about god and knowing god and And knowing knowing him that's that relationship that's the difference between relationship and religion absolutely religion yes when we're looking at religion 
you know, taking care of widows and, mm -hmm. you know, having all these different titles. Yes. And making sure, you know, we yes. can, that's religion. But when we talk about relationship, relationship. we've gone from I so know true. of God to now I'm beginning to know who God is. Exactly. On exactly. a very real level. Because oh, yeah. it, it religion could not have saved me through no. these last few years. Absolutely not. Absolutely Just not. Just being religious. No amount of ritual, routine, Baby. good behavior. <laughs> no. 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 You know, because when it came down to it, I had to stand on the word. Absolutely. There was a time where I, we could not go to church. Yeah. Because his um, immune system was non-existent. Exactly. We the couldn't go. You know, we, we couldn't go. He couldn't go to school. He couldn't go to church. I'm trying to homeschool him while work, while be a good wife, while take care of another kid in school. Yeah. All these things, and then sh a chauffeur, baby, I wore so many hats, <laughs> you know, but I could not have done that had it not been for the purging that I went through before this. Absolutely. Now, whatever this purging is about to unleash. <laughs> Get ready. Whatever. Get Ooh. ready. <laughs> you know. Well, and don't you feel like, mm -hmm. Don't you feel like the the trials God uses to show us a strength we didn't know we had? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I feel like I I definitely underestimated God for one thing. Yes, we do that. First of all. Yes, we do. Admit that. <laughs> but I think I also underestimated myself. Yeah. Because there were times where I wanted God to swoop in. <sighs> Sweep up the mess. Please. I don't want to do it. I can name quite a few. And yes, <laughs> times where I was, I, I didn't, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, and 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 God would be like, you're up. Yeah, you're up. There's a there's a um, a, a C.S. Lewis um, quote. Uh, it's in the Prince Caspian, the second one. But um, Aslan, you know, he's like the Jesus character, mm -hmm. and the one um, the the one brother, he's he's asking. Like, why hasn't he just shown up? He could fix this in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. And and the the sister, she's like, maybe this time it's 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 our turn to prove ourselves to him. Mm -hmm. And and I feel like it's such a beautiful picture of this sanctification process because mm -hmm. it's hard. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many times where we want to be like, well, you could just come in and fix this really fast. Yeah. And it wouldn't be that hard for you. And so I feel like that's what should happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and God's like, yeah. no. Yeah. You need this. Yeah, learning how to deny ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. fasting. And, and truthfully, <laughs> like, God doesn't need our help. Right. You know? <laughs> I mean, right. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he does. It's not like he's like, oh, gee, I can't do this without you, Heather. No. He chooses. Yes. He chooses to do this with us, exactly. specifically us. Yes. I be having days where I'm like, Lord. <laughs> Is that really the best option? <laughs> you sure you didn't mean that? I, I know I'm on the roster, but I feel like I'm further down the list. <laughs> yeah, but he chooses, he chooses. And the sanctification process is the first step to yeah. holiness. Yeah. He imputes his righteousness to oh, us. Oh, absolutely. Our version of righteous. Absolutely. Is filthy rags, okay? Our 100%. version. It's trash. Hot garbage. Okay. <laughs> trash. <laughs> a flaming dumpster. <laughs> Floating down That's the what river. I've got to offer. That's the best Congratulations. I got. <laughs> right. So with sanctification and with holiness, that's our time where 
we are working with God yeah. to clean us up in the spirit. Absolutely. Cleanse ourselves from the filth of the flesh and yep. of the spirit. Because a lot of stuff we watch on TV. Yes. Tear us up in the spirit. Absolutely. Music that I've been convicted about. Things that you listen to it's, tear you up in the spirit. And, and then you wonder what's going on with my spirit. Why, why think, I'm feeling off. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we, we, we're like, oh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's about, I feel like a lot of times we interpret holiness as like having a clean appearance. Mm -hmm. and, and I feel like God's going, no, you don't get it. Like I want to open your mind mm -hmm. to understand. And all that trash is just confusing you. Mm -hmm. It's distracting you. Mm -hmm. It's it's pulling you away from what I have. Yeah. And and that's it's literally what the world wants. Like yeah. to pull you away from your purpose. And the best tools that the world has are these immediate gratification. You know, yep. oh, this is really fun. You'll enjoy it. It'll yeah. feel good. Do what makes you happy, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. all these postmodern philosophers, you know, they. I was, I was reading one, I think his name is Richard Taylor, but he was talking about the meaning of life. And, and he was saying that um, the meaning of life is to exist in the manner for which you were created to exist. And, and I'm like, okay. And he was saying by what, what your nature, what your yeah. nature calls for essentially. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but that was essentially yeah. what he was saying. The factor that's ignoring, that perspective is ignoring, the, the do what makes you happy mentality. Mm -hmm. What it, it chooses to overlook is that you can choose freely, but you can't choose without consequence that part and and that's the difference mm -hmm. because sure you can choose that yeah and god's probably not going to stop you mm -hmm. but you can't choose it without consequence mm -hmm. and even if you don't experience the consequences somebody else will mm -hmm. i've watched it you know i mentioned our fostering earlier mm -hmm. i've watched the consequences of somebody else's poor choices mm -hmm. fall on the heads of innocent little children mm -hmm. And, and it's and it's tragic. They didn't do anything to deserve it. Right. But somebody else made a choice yep. that led to instant gratification. Yep. And long-term suffering for somebody else. Yep. And that's the difference. Yep. And God's saying, no, 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 no. It's not about works. I mean, it, it, the Bible is very clear about that. Yep. Even for the Israelites. You know, we, we look at all the sacrifices and things like that and the laws. And, mm -hmm. and I think it seems like, oh, it's so restrictive. Yeah. No, 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 no. In the same way that we were saved by grace... So were they, mm -hmm. but God's pointing us toward a lifestyle that's not infected by the world. Yes, yes. That's not so jumbled up and confused and and lost and without yeah. purpose. Yeah. Because if you're not tied to a purpose, I'm sorry, Asia, watching your son suffer for three years is it's not worth it. Yeah. If it's not you're part right. of a larger if purpose. <laughs> If it's not, yeah. you know, and, 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 you know, when I got to a place pretty early on after I was diagnosed and I was still having seizures and I was still scared to go to sleep at night and I was, you know, struggling with all these medications and it's causing all this pain to my family because they're watching me and they're scared too. And, and it wasn't worth it. Yeah. If this isn't part of a larger purpose, it's not worth it's it. It's not worth it. Yeah. It's, it's too painful. It's too hard. Yeah. And it goes, you know, just like you were saying, it goes right back to David. I, David yes. is 
<laughs> He's, He's got a lot of lessons. <laughs> He's got a lot of lessons yeah. to teach. It goes, but it goes right back to David. Even with his instant gratification of his time yeah. with him and Bathsheba. Yeah, yeah. Even with this moment, the what set him apart, yeah. what set him apart was the fact that he saw deeper than just, you know, it's not just about the child. It's not just yep. about her. Yep. It's not just about me. Because yep. at any point he could have said, I'm the king. I could do whatever oh, exactly. I want to do. Exactly. At any point. Any point. But it was the fact that he had broken. Yeah. He had tainted. He had, you know, created a rift between him and God. Exactly. Him and his God, you know. Exactly. And that's what happens. Exactly. When we allow anything to filter into our spirits, then anything goes. Exactly. Then whatever makes me feel good goes. But exactly. then we're not thinking about the fact that, okay, but is this drawing me closer to God? Exactly. Or is this creating a divide? God exactly. said nothing, the, um, I will let nothing separate me between yes. <laughs> yes. me and the love of God. Yes. Okay, well then why am I so distant? Yeah. It's nothing that God it's did. not him. I've allowed something. Yeah. He even, you know, that scripture even goes down and he started listing stuff off. I won't let death, I won't yep. let sickness. Yep. And, you know, so we looking, you know, we looking at this like a roadmap, like, <laughs> oh, I don't let any of yep. these things. But then you let stuff come in your spirit. Yeah. You, you feed yep. yourself all this stuff. Yep. You allow yep. people to talk any kind of way around you. Yep. You allow this stuff to filter into your spirit. Exactly. And then you expect God to just come in and... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what would happen in the in the Old Testament? Uh, dead. We <laughs> insta we, we have instances. Uh, you know, yeah. it, it, it wasn't long after they had built the mm -hmm. Holy of Holies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have to tie the rope around them. Yep. So in case you went in, a, yep. not ready. Yep. We have to well, drag you out. And the very first high priest, his own sons, <sighs> are the ones that that disrespect. Yeah. It wasn't about not following the rules. Nope. It was the law of God. The fact that you allowed something to continue yeah. Yeah. against God. Yeah. yeah. It, it was never about the act. It's it was not the about fact the act. that no. you won't turn. No. No, because I mean, even Jesus, you know, he points out mm -hmm. it's not even the adulterous act. Like the, the adultery isn't the problem. It started in your heart. It started in your heart. That's you did it because you wanted to. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you let that desire control you. Yep. Rather than being controlled by my spirit, mm -hmm. you allowed another. Because you fed it. Mm -hmm. You fed that thing. Yep. You know, whatever yep. you can, whatever you think, sit around and think about. And yep. Because, listen, we don't just, you know, you we and don't some You just wake other, up one day and go, oh. I'm going to fall into bed with this guy. I think I'm going to have an affair today. <laughs> No. no, no, you have sat there, you've thought about it, and you have turned it over and how you going to do it. And yep. It's premeditated. Yep. Yep. And then it's guilt that yep. make you apologize. It's guilt. Yep. And not an actual turning. Exactly. And not an actual, you just shame. mad because you got caught. Yep. And, and it's, and it's, and I think too, it's like, it's, it's the shame. Yes. Makes you isolate. It makes you hide. It makes you. Yes. Makes you resent God. Yes. Makes you resent the holiness. Yes. That holiness is your salvation. Yes. You you don't want to isolate from that. And like, that's why God convicts, not mm -hmm. condemns. Exactly. Exactly. He convicts your heart. 
Oh, absolutely. Because when your heart is convicted, yep. then you're, ooh, I messed up. Uh, <laughs> let yep. me, help let me, me. Let me check myself here. But when you're condemned, yes. you hide you it. Hide. You hide that sin. Hide well, I ain't going to tell nobody about that. Yeah, one. exactly. I, uh-uh. <laughs> but when you're convicted, you, oh, I did that, Lord. And that's, that's the difference between Saul's response and David's response. Yes. Yes. That's the difference. I have an um, example. Yes. Between the flesh and the spirit. Yes. Again, David. <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> when David was king, and I just look at, you know, how we walk today yeah. as people, as Christians. And David had two lines, right? Yeah. Two lines of legacy. You had Absalom and then you had Solomon. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how old they were when right. they were alive. I right. just know that at one point, Absalom was going to be king. Yep. But he allowed the flesh to rule. He did. You he know, did. that's when he started listening yep. to other people. And when we surround ourselves by people that are not spiritual minded, yep. when people who are all for whatever you feel like today, however you feel yep. like we're going to. You know, you start following after your flesh because your, your flesh is never full. Your oh. eyes never full. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden he wanted the kingdom. Yeah. And we're like, baby, yeah, you're in you, line for the throne. You are already in line. <laughs> you're already going to get it. It's, it's, it's going to be yours. But because he surrounded himself yeah. by flesh-minded people. Exactly. By people who cater to... Yep. I, well, I think you should do it like this. Again, Well, and, the accountability. Yes. Well, I think set him up mm-hmm. and it was crazy because david was just like let him have it <laughs> and walked away yeah. <laughs> yeah like what and and i think yeah. don't you think that in some ways that that showcases to why god didn't want his people to be ruled by a king yep it sure does it sure does because that place of power it's so, it's too much for yeah it's too much for humans Yep. and so just you know uh continuing on this line of thought so that was absalom absalom ended up you know trying yeah. to go to war for this uh his own kingdom that david was just like have it son and walked away go for it and ended up getting killed yeah okay getting yeah. murdered yeah okay? and then i don't know how much time passed but then you have solomon yeah king um king david yeah. wanted to build a temple he did. To honor God. He did. And he couldn't do it because of all the wars and all the blood all that the was violence. on his hands. Yeah, all the, you know, violence, the murder. rage. <laughs> 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 the murder. <Just> to, <laughs> you know, throw that one out there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, but Solomon took his desire that yeah. God would build a kingdom through him. I mean, a, um, a temple through him. And it just a uh, it just showed me that both boys came from David. They yeah. came from the same source. Same they came, yeah. you know, which means to me that we're all given the same opportunity. Yeah. If we follow after the flesh, if we follow after our personal desires, yep. we will not be pleasing to God. No, no. He said, if you keep my commandments. Yeah. All the if you first seek the kingdom of God, yeah. all these things all will these be things. added. If you go already give it to me, yep. why am I trying to get it Just early? Just like Absalom. <laughs> if I'm already scheduled uh, to be the king. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? David, and then I'm pretty sure that David, being the man that he was, poured into both um, oh, yeah. Absalom and Solomon. But then when it was Solomon's turn, Solomon waited. 
Yeah. And then his king, can you imagine the amount of wisdom no. on that man? No, 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 and and peace. And peace. Because that was that that was one thing. I mean, there was so much war, so much. Yes. So much just <sighs> living in seasons of violence and war. <sighs> and and I think about that in terms of like mm -hmm. leading up to this. Mm -hmm. And then with Saul and with David, same thing. Yeah. But then you have this this season with Solomon of peace. Of peace. I mean that. If we follow after the spirit, if we just look at just this this triangle of life, right? Yep. <laughs> you, where you have David and then David's two sons right. that we're referring to. We ain't saying that David uh, yeah. only had two boys. We just talking about. <laughs> we understand. There the were one. others. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're just looking at the three of them. If yeah. we follow after the flesh. If we, then we're so focused on what yeah. we want for ourselves that we miss the mind miss. of God. We, we miss, miss, we miss all those relationships. Our oh, lives yeah. are cut short. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Absalom could have lived forever. And and <laughs> even supposed to know. even with Solomon, ultimately, mm -hmm. when when we watch him derailed, what happens? When we watch him derailed by the flesh and the immediate gratification and and, and compromises and mm -hmm. things like that then all of a sudden we're, we're back to war. We're back to war. But as long as he was following after the spirit. Yeah. And then when we get caught up. Yep. And it's not even just about being caught up, but it's what you do after. Exactly. Yes, we fall. Yes, we, we you know, but there is a difference between having an accident and premeditation. Oh, absolutely. So Christians, absolutely. just because just because God has extended his grace, it don't mean that we can just go out there. <laughs> it makes it. When you look at it that way, it makes the supernatural invading our space so much more practical. Mm -hmm. Tangible too. Yeah. Yeah, like this is, this is possible. Yeah, exactly, this, exactly. This is possible. And, and, it, and, I, and I don't know, what, when you think about it being real, mm -hmm. the realness of the supernatural, we've, we've listed some examples already, but what is that? What does that look like to you in in this life? What does it look like for the supernatural to be real and and an everyday kind of thing? Not just, oh, supernatural is when we when we die and we go to heaven. Yeah, it's living. It's literally living. It's Sometimes we overcomplicate in our minds. <laughs> we, you know, <laughs> we overcomplicate. Um, mentally, because when we hear spiritual, we automatically feel that there is a divide. Yeah. When there really isn't. When Jesus rose on the third day, he gave us back. Yeah. He gave the Holy Ghost, oh, the yeah. Holy Spirit oh, that yeah. dwells within us, which means we have access to God. Access, yeah. Before, yeah. you know, before when they were sacrificing, there was a divide. Mm-hmm. But when Jesus was resurrected, yeah, you know, when he's talking about how during that crucifixion, when that veil was ripped, yeah, that was the divide between us and God. Exactly. Now we're able to go boldly before the throne of yeah. grace. Yeah. You know. Can you imagine how that temple veil tearing would have felt to the Jews at the time? Whoo. Because, it, uh, you know, obviously there were plenty who had already converted, who were already following Jesus' ministry. But until Jesus' resurrection, I'm talking about like immediately after, mm -hmm. until his resurrection, 
and you didn't have an answer. To how it happened? Or to why. Or to why it happened. Because now you've watched the one you thought was the Messiah, crucified, mm-hmm. buried, mm-hmm. and then the temple veil is torn. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. To me, I'm just like trying to imagine how you'd process that. What What's going through your brain? Like, what do you... It makes you question. Yeah. You have to question, you, you know. Question. And honestly, questions are so underrated. Yes. Questions are so good. Yes, they are. How else do you get to know somebody? You don't. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And obviously, you want to approach God with humility. humility. I'm not saying, you know, throw questions, but it's like your questions don't scare God. Right. And I don't understand. I don't understand where that mentality comes from. I know. That you can't question God. Yeah. And I think they've taken, and I think that, you know, it's taken on something that it shouldn't have. I think so too. I think because, so Because, you know, in order, when we question, mm-hmm. when we ask, mm-hmm. we can't understand unless we ask the question. No. no. Think how, about- do we, how do we know we got an answer if we hadn't even asked the question? Oh, exactly. <laughs> think, think about in... Yeah. Um, Think about, again, the scene of the Last Supper um, when Jesus is telling him he's about to leave. You know they're sitting there <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hold up. Yeah. I mean, you already weren't what we were picturing. Uh-huh. Because you didn't exactly come in riding on a white horse and, you know, conquering Rome and all of our enemies. Mm-hmm. So then now you're just going to leave? What? Right. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And what do you mean you're about to be betrayed? Who about to do this? Yeah, what? Can't... And you're going to, and I'm going to deny you? Excuse me. <laughs> Let me go back. Hold up. <laughs> but there are only two yeah. who ask for clarification. Yeah. Thomas and Philip. They're the only two who say, I don't understand. And you know the others are sitting there not like, oh, psh, you don't get it. Like, come on. No. The others yeah. are sitting there like, like you, I'm glad you asked. I don't, I don't know either. I'm like, glad you asked because that means I didn't have to ask. Exactly. Yeah. And we have, as a result of those questions, we have some of the clearest I am statements in the entire New Testament. Mm-hmm. And those I am statements are essential. Mm-hmm. They're a follow through to the Old Testament. They confirm so many prophecies. They confirm so many things that we can say for certain. You know, because a lot of the church doctrines and 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 fancy theologies and and things that we that man constructs to try and articulate mm-hmm. these supernatural things, so much of them it's like, well, okay, but in if you're looking at it from this cultural worldview, you kind of have to say it this way, or you have to say it that way, or you have to, you know, you have to kind of shift it a little bit in order to, for it to make sense. Mm-hmm. The I am statements are straight up, just Jesus's words to us. Mm-hmm. You don't have to form a doctrine. You don't have to explain it. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> Written. <laughs> and, and you know, and it's like, that. so that to me, I'm like, if they hadn't asked, yeah. we wouldn't have that. Yeah. And you know, just with, along that lines, you know, looking at those questions, even Thomas was, uh, was it Thomas? Yeah. I think yeah. they refer to him as Doubting Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> He and was not. I think it's that attitude. Yep, it's of that, like that you, you shouldn't question? question God. But here's the thing, I don't think Thomas was doubting. No. I think up until this point, Thomas is now trying to regulate what he knows to be true, and what Jesus has done, which has yes. blown all this out of the water. And because now you're saying to me, 
that what he said about getting up yes. is for real. It, yes. First of all, he gave up his life. It, they it, stabbed a him. Life. They stabbed him afterwards. Yes. Jesus gave up his life. Yep. Yep. On that cross. And that, oh, that. It wasn't even, yeah. That part. Yeah, they beat him. Yeah, they crowned him with thorns. Yeah, they. Into your hands I commit my spirit. He gave up his life. Yes. As a ransom. As in he, he gave himself up. Like, he just up and died. <laughs> By yeah. choice. By on choice. On cue. On cue. Who yes. dies on cue? No. Okay. <laughs> First of all, that's questionable. Who dies? <laughs> Because who dies on cue? Yeah. Red flags, you know. As a ransom. Yes. He died on cue. Knowing there was purpose to the pain. He Yes. And then after three days, he gets himself up. Wait a minute. So, Thomas, I don't think he was doubting. Yeah. I think he was trying to rectify what makes sense and what don't. Because yeah. no one else has gotten themselves up. Yeah. And then if we go back, like, this is... I'm pretty sure Thomas was like, this that same one who called Lazarus <laughs> out of the grave, bro. So he got himself up too. He, <laughs> I need to see this for myself because, you know. Yeah, the absolutely. Absolutely. The math ain't math No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I and I, I think that's that's such a good point. Yeah. It's such a good point because I think, I think so often we hold back on our questions. We hold yeah. back as if, as if we're supposed to have all the answers. Right. Like, there's no way. I said at the beginning of this conversation, I'll say it again. We are not going to solve this. No, we are not. We, we don't have all the answers. There's no way, with our human language, there's no way to articulate fully who no. God is. It's like trying to take infinite and make it finite like we are. Mm -hmm. And we can't... Trying to find... The beginning of an infinity sign. <laughs> you know, where does the loop start? Wait, where does it start? <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. We just, we, and that is the purpose of the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. Absolutely. That's the purpose. Absolutely. And and I think, you know, the word, the word that is used in the very beginning when God makes Eve, mm -hmm. um, most translations have it as, as a helper. Mm -hmm. And that gets so downplayed, so mm -hmm. downplayed. It's, it's like, oh, well, she's subordinate or she's second or, you know, like, mm -hmm. like we put a rank to it because yeah. that's how we think. Yeah. But that's the same word used for the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. and for God on multiple occasions. It's the same word. And mm -hmm. obviously. Right. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not outranking. We're not even close. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but I think that in the same way that we we diminish asking questions we diminish the the role of helping yeah and and that he that that holy spirit that he puts in us to be a comforter to be a helper to us mm -hmm. in our trouble to pray when we can't articulate a prayer when god says that he understands our groanings yes what is a groan right <laughs> right but i know through experience what it is what it is yeah you know and it, a lot of the things that um we deal with it's hard to articulate it is but god understands god understands he speaks our he understands what a wave offering means yep he understands what you know the tears mean yep he understands these things and you know and that's going from because a lot of things that god do doesn't make any sense to us no 
It's true. The way that he brings us out of situations, he does it in a way that confounds humanity. Absolutely. Like, okay. Absolutely. Did you literally part this Red Sea? Like, oh, oh, that's a literal statement. And they walked over on dry ground. You didn't say muddy ground. Nope. You didn't say they stumbled. It wasn't swampy. Right. And then they had to pick up these stones mm -hmm. as a testimony. Like, these mm -hmm. are lit. And, you know, the, the reason God does things like that, the reason God allows for us to experience things that are just out yeah. of this, literally out of this world. Yeah. And the way that he allows us to come through situations is not for us to say, Ooh, I made it through that one. Oh, exactly. It's for us to glorify God. And, and again, we keep going back to this, but that experience is the only way that I feel like in our human ability that we can articulate mm -hmm. the supernatural in our natural. Yes. That they are coexistent. Yes. And and that I think goes back to testimonies. You know, it, it talks about we'll defeat him by the word of our testimony. Mm -hmm. And I think I think that God leaving us a book a written word that's no accident no it is not and and the stories are not to put the heroes of the bible on a pedestal right because they very much suffered no <laughs> no it's not great it's not great it was rough it, it, you know for many years <laughs> it, 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 there's no hero in the bible except god yes and that i think is the point of the stories though yeah is that when we are in those states of weakness and desperation and we are crying mm -hmm. out and 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 we are reliant on God mm -hmm. and we experience the supernatural and it and it reminds us that there is purpose mm -hmm. that nothing is wasted on God nothing. no amount of pain is wasted on God and that knowing his character and his heart for justice when we watch some of the things that are happening in our world today and, and you kind of have to step back and, 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 you know, like you said, you turn on the news and it's like, I don't have a clue what to do about any of this. Like, yeah. I don't know, but I know God mm -hmm. and I know that he sees it and mm -hmm. he can't ignore injustice. Mm -hmm. So knowing his character, knowing his heart and knowing the supernatural that I've experienced in my life, mm -hmm. I am called to testify. I mm -hmm. am called to testify on behalf of a God who others desperately need mm -hmm. and my fellow brothers and sisters need to hear that word of my testimony. Yes. Because that's how we praise him. That's how we, we, that's how we defeat the spiritual forces of this world. Mm -hmm. Spiritual wickedness in high places. Yeah. 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 It's, that's, that's it. Yes. So I think, um, I think essentially what we're saying <laughs> is that uh, that uh, the the reality of the spiritual world is entirely practical and yes. natural because it's the whole reason. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yep. It's everything. It's everything. <laughs> it's living. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's experiencing the fullness of life. Yes. Because I've heard that verse. You know. Wanting, wanting you to experience the fullness of life that, that you know, um, John 10, 10. Uh, I've heard that verse quoted over and over in terms of prosperity. Yeah. 
And I want to say, no, no. The fullness of life is when you realize that your existence, this temporary linear existence, mm -hmm. can, if you choose, can play a role of eternal significance. Mm -hmm. That you would step out of just a natural order and experience the supernatural. And that to me, like I get chills thinking about that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that sounds like something out of a movie. You know, it sounds it like- It does, it sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like uh, the two brothers gonna pull up in, a, in that car right? to go bandage some stuff. It's, it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> And, and but that's it. That's it. And yeah. I think I think that we do a disservice to ourselves and we do a disservice to each other when we downplay the role of the supernatural. Yeah. Because there's nothing more incredible. Yeah. Like really, literally nothing. <laughs> literally. It's <laughs> <laughs> a literal statement. <laughs> yeah. Asia, this is this is a conversation I had to have with you. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I've enjoyed myself. Mm -hmm. Girl, uh, I want to I wanna say thank you, but I also want to let the people know where they can find you. So your social media handle. Uh, yeah, uh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, where else am I? It's Asia Ashley Writes. It's Asia Ashley Writes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you Asia also Ashley have your Writes. website. I do have a website, yep. AsiaAshleyWrites.com. <laughs> Yeah, so well, you can find me. I, I just, I, I just want to close this out by, um, by again saying thank you. Oh, thank you for um, having me. That's, it's, this has been just a, an incredible joy and an <laughs> awesome way to kick off season two. <laughs> but uh, if you're, if you're watching or if you're listening, don't forget to like, subscribe, join us in the comment sections. We would love to, to hear from you, and, and I'll be on there checking up on those comments and following up with you. Um, any questions, uh, just, 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 yeah, just leave a comment and, and, and let's have a conversation. So uh, thanks again for joining us and I'll see you next time.